Uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whether you saw, uh, if you've seen the movie G.I. Jane, you saw the G.I. Joe animated movie. I did not get a chance to see it when it was re in the theaters, uh, about six or eight months ago from when I'm recording this, or you have no idea what I'm talking about. You say sco scoots, uh. Wait, or if you've let me know if you have you ridden the Transformers ride, or you uh, love, the, or here's another thing you could say: to, if you love the humming of a Transformer uh, at a distance, uh, occasionally when you're walking by it, uh, we're in the same club. Or we, here, even better, how about this one? If you'd love to hear a Transformer hum. I don't know if, like, the last Transformer movie was uh, Beetle Bop or whatever it was called. It was called, it wasn't, uh, if you say Beetle Bop before, four times in a row, Yellow Beetle? You don't know, Beetle Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Uh, did Bumblebee hum or just make music? I don't know. And I don't know much, <laughs> clearly. And if you're confused, you're in the right place. It's time for Sleep With Me. The podcast that, you know, keeps you here to keep you company because you deserve a good night's sleep to take your mind off of stuff and help you fall asleep. It's time for sleep with me. And thanks for making that possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do at the bedtime story all you, you need to do or all you could do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play or press play then later get in bed then turn out the, later turn out the lights uh, i think that's most people's experience uh but you could you could do it in whatever order you wish just watch that you know turning out the lights part get in bed press play Turn out the lights. Uh, like that seems like the setup for a rap. Uh, rocking the mic like a vandal. Why do I want it? Like, uh, I don't know. But anyway, this just pop. I'm sorry. I'm just sharing what's in my head. Uh, also, the smell of uh, catalog is in my brain now and the tactile feeling. But we'll get to that eventually. Uh, where was I? Turn on the lights, press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, it could be the, uh, like, it could be that you're, uh, oh, it could be your, um, whatever. It could be thoughts, uh, that you're thinking about, Th thoughts uh, from the past, the present, or the future. So thoughts on your mind, uh, so so thinking stuff, uh, thoughts. It could be feelings, anything you're feeling uh, physically, uh, like anything coming up for you physically, uh, physical sensations, anything you're experiencing emotionally, feelings uh, about the past, present, the future, feelings that are just there. Uh, it could be changes in time or temperature or routine or weather. It could be something coming up. You could be traveling. You could have a guest. It could be just having a moment or just going through something or part, you know, in one of those many transitions of life that I wish would just, uh, like Thomas More was a man for all seasons. Uh, my thoughts, uh, they never f fully formulate. My thoughts always in transmission. Uh, 
Anyway, what was, I don't even know what I was talking Whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off that and keep you company so that you could fall asleep. The reason we make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you feel good about or at least neutral about. A bedtime you don't have to dread and say, oh, not again. You know, that's uh, something I can relate to. I hear it come up all the time, too. People say, yeah, I started worrying about Sunday night going to bed on Friday evening, and I can relate to that. You deserve a good night's sleep, and it's not just important. To me, it's important to everyone because you deserve a life where you get the rest you need. Your life is more manageable, and you could flourish. That means your life's better. That means the entire world we live in is better. So I hope that this show can provide it for you. And the other reason I make the show, I guess I said it already, is I can relate. And there's hundreds of thousands of people listening right now. And while all of us might not know exactly what you're going through, a lot of us can relate to how it feels. Maybe not everyone. And maybe it doesn't feel that way. And that's okay, too, because I know how it feels when it doesn't feel that way. Doesn't feel that way. I know the feeling. That's never been on a pillow before. Uh, but I like, I'm not sure I know how it feels, but I know the feeling doesn't feel that way. Not sure. I know how it feels, but I know the feeling. It's another pod podcast pillow that'll never be made. Uh, because I forgot what it's even counterpoint. No, that's not what it's called. The old counterpoint pillows, uh, for debating. Yeah. For couples, families, and more counterpoint pillows. They're pillows uh, when you have a counterpoint. Uh, or or pillows, oh, note, pillows too light to be used as counterweight. Uh, also, pillows do not actually have points. They have rounded edges. And counterpoint pillows should not be thrown, but can be clutched uh, in an iron vice-like grip if needed. Uh, counterpoint pillows. Uh, what was that? To, oh, because we can relate to what's keeping you awake. Uh, maybe. And, um, that's why we make the show. Now the show does not work for everybody. Give it a few tries. That's what hundreds of thousands, maybe a million people have said. Took two or three tries to get used to the show. Didn't like it at first. Or another one that comes up is like, uh, I loathed the podcast the first time I listened. And, uh, then I came back and checked it out and I, like years later and I said, oh, wait a second. No, I love this show. I just uh, loathed it at first. And, uh, that's, uh, so that's some of the good news. Tell me more about your podcast. Sure. What I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'll use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. So when you talk about good news, my voice is not traditionally soothing. And then I, like, I never get to the point. I always get mixed up. Then I'll go back and then I'll say, wasn't I going to talk about newsprint or something? Then I'll circle around, then I'll forget, and then I'll go off topic. Pointless meanders and superfluous tangents. It, all to keep you company so that you could fall asleep, because this is actually a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep. There's no pressure to fall asleep when listening to the show. No expectation that you'll fall asleep. and But also no expectation that you'll listen. This is a podcast you barely listen to if you want. Uh, you could not listen at all. You could not pay attention. You could play it and not listen, but you can listen. 
if you need some company in the deep dark night, or you could just kind of barely listen. You say, uh-huh, go on. Newsprint? Uh, I think you're wrong. I say, you're right. Newsprint and catalogs are two different things, maybe. Uh, but, like, so, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar bud, your boar bestie, your boar burr, your neighbor. Your friend in the deep, dark night uh, to keep you company so that you could fall asleep. That's my job. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So that's a couple things. What else do you need to know? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, sleep with me is a podcast. will put you to sleep. You really keep you company. Uh, don't really listen to me. Yeah, I'm here to be a friend. If you can't sleep, I'll be here to the very end. If you need a break during the day, I'll be here. If you want to run the show all night, you could do that. People use the shows in different ways. But let me explain to you a couple of other things that throw people off in addition to all the other stuff I listed. In addition to the content of the show, my personality, my voice, the style of the show, structure of the show also throws people off. Now, the show's structured in a very specific way. So it starts off with a greeting, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you can say, hmm, I might check this podcast out. Uh, it feels welcoming. I feel kind of seen. And I say, I say, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Then, now this is the tough part. There's support for the show, which can throw people off. But it's just that our goal is for the podcast to come out twice a week for free. And that's the reality of how we do it. Uh, so there's uh, support from sponsors and listeners who pay to skip the sponsor stuff uh, and support the show directly. Then there's support for listeners around the show and support for communities around the show. Then there's an the intro, which is separate from the support. And sometimes when people don't like the support, they just lump it all together. But for most people... The support and then the intro is part of people's wind-down routine for most listeners. Now, this isn't to say there's a right way to make to listen to the show as you become a regular listener, but to say this is how the show is laid out. Uh, and so the intro goes on and on and on, and you say a normal podcast intro lasts like 30 seconds, man. And I'd say, wasn't I going to talk about the smell of newsprint? And then I said, no, it's not newsprint. It was a catalog because this episode is where we page through catalogs. And then I was thinking, unfortunately, I had to use a PDF. Uh, but now I'm imagining that feeling when you're going through a catalog. And that's a like a nostalgic experience, not really around very much, maybe for the best. Uh, because he said, were those really needed? Uh, but it was very tactile. It had a feeling and a smell. Most of the time, I mean, I was doing it maybe in the bathroom or lying around on the floor, not of the bathroom of my house. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. The, 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 I was just thinking, and because this episode is about catalogs, the Sears and the um, JCPenney toy catalogs, I mean, there's those things. I wonder what the, like, uh, deadlines for those were. They were probably done in, like, June or July, I would think. Uh, and I uh, wonder how many people worked on it. I know my landlord one time, she worked for the JCPenney catalog. Uh, that was her career. And then I think she even had a pension from it. I hope. Uh, I'm not positive about that. but And it could have been the Sears catalog. Uh, but anyone in Los Angeles can let me know which one was made uh, in uh, Los Angeles. So, okay. Oh, or maybe they were all made local. Oh, no, they would have been. They, I wonder if they were printed locally or in a few dis distribution hubs. 
interesting questions that won't ever be answered by me. Uh, oh, so what was I talking? Oh, so the intro goes on and on and on. Why does it go on and on and on and on and on? And it is because most listeners are using it as part of their wind down routine. So the regular new listener, you get introduced to the show and the style of the show and my personality. So you say, I don't know. Or you say, I'm not sure. And you say, but I'm willing to give it a try. It's a free podcast and a couple people recommended it. And it's different, and at least the, the 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 person that makes it and the people listening can understand how I feel. So I'll give it a try. So that's a new listener, but the regular listener, ideally, or, or in design, the the intro is part of their wind down routine. So they're getting ready for bed, or they're doing another relaxing activity. There are two to three percent of people that skip ahead and start the show at 20 or 30 minutes. And then there's uh, some listeners that are falling asleep. We're so happy for you. But for the majority of listeners, they use the show with the intro part, the first 20 or 30 minutes, uh, as a transition from being awake to getting to bed. And that's just what's been shown to work uh, is having a wind down routine, you know, a little twilight period, a little landing strip. And so that's what I'm here to do is barely engage you and kind of set the mood for you to drift off. And that's what the intro does. So that's why it goes on and on and on. But it's friendly. It follows the same structure every time, but it's different every time. And that kind of goes from what my experience and a lot of listeners' experiences. If it's the same thing every time, maybe whatever's keeping you awake adjusts and says, oh, no, now he's... Like, they get confused by that, I believe. And now maybe Matt, they say, wait a second. He's right. He was wrong about newsprint, but I forgot what he was talking about, too. But I, yeah, okay. I, yeah, no, like most people have seen at least an Ikea catalog. So you say, okay, I know what a catalog is. And, uh, yeah, I know what it feels like and smells like. Uh, so, well, like, see how that just worked? Even my brain said, I don't know what's next. But it is a familiar at the same time where I'm kind of going through some things and I get me. Here's the thing that's familiar to most regular listeners and their pets and fishes. What up fishes is that I get mixed up uh, and uh, talk about strange things that pop in my brain. So that's the intro. Then between the intro and the story, again, is support for the show so it can be free and come out twice a week. Uh, because believe it or not, a lot of work and effort and, and stuff goes into making this podcast. There's no magic, uh, except for the magic of just keeping you company and easing you into bedtime. So that's the intro. Then there's support. Then there's the story tonight. We'll be going through some toy catalogs from the eighties, uh, and me remembering things that after I recorded it, I, I like misremembered my own memories. I said, I don't think I, sh- I think I shared with the listeners correctly, but in this episode, I thought I was sharing incorrectly because in the episode I was, I was saying, I thought I had this toy and then I couldn't remember having the toy. And it turns out I was right. I never had that toy. I had another toy. So that's the structure of the show. Then it ends with some thank yous and good nights. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate you coming by and checking the show out. I appreciate your time. Like I said, give it a few tries. See how it goes. Because I work hard. I yearn and I shiver. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. 
All right, everybody, it's Scoots here, and this is a holiday toy catalog episode. And we're going to be doing uh, something slightly different than we did last year, which is I'm using one from Sears and one from JCPenney. And it did slightly more prep this year because uh, last year we kind of got bogged down by the bulk of the catalogs. And by the time we got to the toys, it was like, oh, um, uh, the episode was at a close, and so we didn't do too much that I remember of the toys I played with and the kind of like uh, thirst I had looking at these catalogs for toys I wouldn't possess. But we can also do like a little side-by-side of JCPenney and uh, Sears to kind of see, well, I didn't even think about it, we could see pricing too and their descriptions and their layouts. So we're starting, this is a, uh, what year? Uh... 85 and one of the toys so this i think i've set this up before but maybe not so like uh when i was a kid there was four main i played with a lot of toys but uh there's four main sets of toys when when i like i wanted to uh, play with uh and i spent most of my time playing with and everybody's different so like that's great whatever your experience is you could say okay i can relate to your experience with your toys and one of the reasons I played with four different sets of toys was generation, like I was the oldest of six kids. So we shared toys. So we had our own toys too. And also, you know, my parents had six kids, so they were really not, uh, they weren't completists. They weren't like, oh boy, I got to get, like, I really hope I can help you complete your Star Wars or your GoBot collection. You know, they had a lot on their plate. So... I would get different toys, I would ask for toys, and I would get different toys, and then I would just play with them together. Imagination anyway. So that's one part of it. The other part of it, and I think this is uh, people that aren't of my generation, and even the generation before me. So people like, uh, what's them like, uh, like younger millennials and below, like, uh, so anybody probably under 38 maybe, um, you might not know this, but so... We were raised by television, a lot of us, uh, people my age, uh, and most of that television was made to market either, uh, to, it was a marketing vehicle, like, uh, and I didn't even realize this, uh, but it's like, oh, it was marketing toys and, uh, other consum- things, consumables. And I'm setting aside the judgment, uh, like, of this uh, a little bit, even though you could hear in my voice, but, but it's just, like, the way we were raised is, like, we, I would get up uh, Saturday morning and watch TV from the moment I got up until the cartoon stopped, and maybe, hopefully, there was something else on afterwards. But it was, like, 11, o'clock, 11 12 o'clock, uh, and then as soon as we got home from school, we watched cartoons. So... It's just a different experience than being able to say, huh, what do I want to watch uh, or watch a YouTube? So it's just different. But I also didn't realize. So, But but that leads into like there was not a lot of rivalries because usually like one type of uh, character dominated. And I will say that Transformers dominated over GoBots. But at the same time, there was two sets of robotic uh, beings that could transform into vehicles. Uh, the, the Transformers and the the, the GoBots. Now, tra- they both had their own TV animated programs, I guess, because I remember the Transformers characters better. Their, 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 maybe their stories and their character development were better. 
because I couldn't name a GoBot if I had to. But now that I'm seeing, but we're starting with the GoBots because I did have some GoBots because, again, my toys were interchangeable. Uh, but let's go through. This is from the JCPenney85. From the planet Gobotron, G-O-B-O-Tron, come the GoBots. Now, GoBots, I think, is owned by Tonka. And I don't know if they were all die-cast metal, which would give them, but some some uh, Transformers were plastic and some Transformers were die-cast metal. Eventually, I think they all became plastic. But, like, like I don't think Taka made Hot Wheels, but it would make sense for the Hot Wheels company to make this stuff. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, so they're from Gobotron. They're escaping, escaping from, uh, oh, the cycles, uh... And uh, the, oh, also those the cycles are out to get Earth. Uh, friendly GoBots are on their way to capture the cycles and uh, save the world. But they have to disguise themselves on Earth. Uh, so GoBots turn into a vehicle from helicopters to racing cars. Oh, all made of die-cast metal, ages four and up. Now, apparently one of the things the GoBots could do is like Voltron and Mighty Morphin is change into one giant thing. Uh, GoBot Giant Puzzler that has a star. Oh, it's imported. Uh, oh boy, it's imported. Uh, it's a six mighty GoBots that can combine to form a giant vehicle: Mercedes, a Porsche, Lamborghini, a Corvette, a Datsun, and a Celica. Uh, weighs a pound and a half. Thirty-two ninety-nine. But they come apart, I think. So that means you get one, two, three. Four, five cars for 32 bucks. And there's also the Warrior set. Uh, that's a giant 15 inch GoBot Warrior. Four power suits uh, to hold. Oh, so that maybe, I don't know, these hold GoBots. And a spaceship that accommodates a GoBot in a secret compartment. GoBots not included. It has opening closing fists, uh, includes a Legend of the Power Suit uh, storybook. Then they have a GoBot Mobile Command Center. Oh, okay, A and B show. Yeah, so the 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 A the um puzzler. They show the cars. It turns into regular looking uh, diecast metal cars, at least in a picture. And then the power suit is more pieces. Uh, so the GoBots would put those on. So I wonder if A and B could be combined too. Three and a quarter inch. And it doesn't say. But, yeah, the GoBot, uh, that's a battery. It has chromatic scanners to identify GoBots. You can deactivate enemy GoBots. It has two alien detectors. So this could be useful outside of playing games. It has an alarm, five different levels, remote control elevator, refuel and maintain friendly GoBots in the station. Requires nine volt battery, not included. But you can also order that right from was this Sears or JC Penny? The man, command center I've seen it before. It transforms into like a like a like a transport, or it can transform into something like a cheap looking ad at walker. Uh, and I guess part of the the part of the thing with the GoBots that I'm seeing, and I may be seeing a couple I played with, one they were smaller, where uh, Transformers were bigger or larger, and then also when they were robots, uh, 
they looked a bit like to- like they didn't look as cool. Like the Transformers looked like robots, uh, where the GoBots look like cars. They barely, uh, they don't, they, they didn't put as much effort into the, the, like they wanted them to look like real diecast metal cars. So that's where they put their design focus, I assume. There's the GoBot Transport. This looks a little too much like the main uh, Optimus Prime. It has stacks, a conventional cab truck that tr- converts into a mighty robot, a heavy-duty transpersonal trailer. GoBot's not included. That's eighteen ninety-nine. Looking at the price points, I would say eighteen ninety-nine is uh, not a good investment unless you're a fan of uh, stacks. Here's three packs of GoBots assortments. Those are twelve ninety-nine. Uh, good and evil. Uh, you could get the good guy, good guy GoBots. Uh, it comes with an airplane, a helicopter, and an ambulance. I know we had the ambulance at our house because uh, I can recognize it. Maybe not the helicopter, and can't tell if we had the the aircraft. Uh, and then the bad guy GoBots. Uh, there's the cycle. Either we had the cycle or the cycle was so, like, the main bad guy. Then a jet. I don't think we had that. And then a gold car. And then there's also a gold GoBot purse. They call it a GoBot storage case. It's durable. I guess I always wondered, like, I was like, man, one day I'll have, you know, I guess I thought if I make it in the real world, I'll have my own. I didn't think that with GoBots, but, but I was like, with every toy, I wished I could have enough toys to have a storage case to carry them around. Okay, it looks like that's it for GoBots on that page. Now, I will say we're switching over to Sears. Sears, uh, same year, uh, their layout is way better. It has uh, things in action poses, uh, a little more dynamic, and um, it... uh, it looks like it's on ice, uh, and this GoBots, robots in disguise, more than meets the eye. GoBots, mighty robots, mighty vehicles. So the enemy of GoBot, the enemy GoBots of GoBotron have decided they want a planet of their own. Guess what planet they're after? Uh, with GoBot enemy headquarters on Earth, the friendly GoBots had to stop them. It's even harder. So this is the same base, but it looks a lot cooler. It's a zoomed in uh, that has the, uh, you can't get in. It's got trap door, uh, a vapor chamber. Maybe it's a different building. I don't know. I don't remember a vapor chamber in the other one. Yeah, because this one requires four AA batteries, twenty four ninety nine, around the same price as the other one. Uh, also have the GoBot Zod. Uh when his evilness gets out of hand, you can deactivate him uh, by poking him in his vulnerable spot. Sixteen ninety nine. That's number two. I don't. Oh, number two kind of looks like. Uh, yeah, again, I can see why this uh, doesn't look like. It's tough to tell if it's uh, what it is. Then we had scales uh, pop up. Oh, th- so this must have been the pop up ones. Uh, these were when they moved into plastics, I think. Uh, and that one pops up. Watch out. Uh, then there's Psycho, the demented robot. Uh, 
It was a cycle. Um, then the head of the cycles, uh, 899. What is that? Five? Uh, okay, yeah, that's when we saw on the other page in the three-pack. Uh, number four. Oh, Psycho. We might have had Psycho, actually. Psycho looks cool as a car, like kind of a space-age car, but as a robot, it's like, uh, doesn't look that great. These look like they're larger, too. I don't see measurements. Uh, then they got, uh, this is all the bad robots. Uh, then there's a piece of advice on the bottom. Of toys and kids. Every school-aged child enjoys stimulated games of make-believe and play-acting. Actions figures offer a degree of realism that is appealing to children as they develop uh, their imaginative worlds. Okay, then on Sears, they have a second page. Okay, so that first page was the, the they started out with the evil GoBots, and now they're in the good GoBots. It's interesting. And I uh, wonder if these are the same year, because this seems like the GoBots are trying to step up their game. Okay, they have the Puzzler, uh, 2699, Power Warriors, 2999, the Power Warrior suit. Then they have. Uh, they have the things that can transform from a toy, like a binocular set uh, or a squirt gun. I think I remember wanting the binoculars. Uh, the GoBot water pistol is uh, a eight-shot water gun. A three ninety-nine though, that's pretty cheap. Uh, then the GoBot binoculars four ninety-nine, and then stacks as we saw on the other page. And of course, the GoBot base, uh, command center, LCD eyes, uh, GoBot detectors, doubles as a storage case for 12 GoBots. Go, 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 GoBots. Okay, now we're into Transformers. We're still with Sears here. And uh, this one has like a Hot, Hot Wheels layout, a uh, couple watches. I think I had a generic GoBot watch. Uh, it wasn't a, I don't think it was, I think it was generic, like it wasn't GoBot or Transformers. Let's see, they have the Autobot Defense Base, which is also, wow, that thing is cool. It comes with an Omega Supreme with a bobbing head and flashing eyes in robot form, and then it changes into something that can go around on a track. Uh, wow, that's cool. Wait, so it's even confu more confusing because Autobots, so there's GoBots, uh, which is a brand and a being. Then there's Transformers, who the good guys are Autobots and the bad guys are Decepticons. Each has a double identity, robot or plane or something else. There's the Autoceptor Watch, fourteen ninety nine. Deceptor Watch, fourteen ninety nine. Thrust to the Plane. Uh, didn't have that one or we did have five though. I think, uh, now I remember you had to put your own stickers on dirge. Pretty sure I had dirge, um, 1299. Yeah. You look familiar dirge. Then prehistoric Dinobots. There's Grimlock that Grimlock was their leader. Cause I can remember Grimlock talking Slag and Swoop, uh, all twelve ninety nine. One's uh, kind of a Tyrannosaurus Grimlock, then a um, Triceratops, and then a 
like one of those flying things. I don't know what they're called. I want to say Velociraptor, but that's not it. Uh, swoop. Uh, then more Transformers. There's uh, the Autobot radio communicator. That's all it's called. Uh, oh, these were the ones. I think they could play tapes. Uh, there's a good one and a bad one. These were another one said I thirsted after. Uh, there's the Decepticon radio communicator, sixteen nine nine nineteen ninety nine. Autobot Corvette tracks, and then Autobot Inferno. We didn't have either one of those. But I remember wanting these boom boxes, uh, thinking all my problems would be solved if I had those ones. Uh, it's weird that one's cheaper than the other one. I guess, uh, I don't know. It doesn't talk about their features. Optimus Prime, twenty three ninety nine, But Optimus Prime came with its own base, uh, Trailer opens to become an Autobot command center in the cab into the Autobot leader. And I got to say, you know, I'm a big fan of um, Optimus Prime, you know, from riding that ride in Universal. Okay, you know, I, I'm, I stand corrected. Now I'm seeing the plane I had coming up here. So that was Optimus Prime. The problem is the pictures are on one page and then the uh, things are on the other. But uh, fourteen, fifteen. Let me go back. I mean, because I don't have the catalog in front of me. Okay, triple changing transformers. There's Blitzwing and Astro Train. This year, they, me and my brother had one of those each. So my brother had Astro Train. I had Blitzwing. Blitzwing changes from a plane to a tank to a robot. Astro Train changes from a train to something else, which we'll see in the picture, to a r- robot. Oh, then the I bought with my own newspaper money the Autobot microscope thirteen ninety nine. There's also Air Guardian Hoist uh, Devastators thirty four ninety nine and Red Alert uh, nine ninety nine. Let's check these out. And again, this this layout uh, it may stick with JC or Sears because they have like it looks like an alien planet uh, that uh, Optimus Prime's on. Oh, train to a, a space shuttle is what an auto train goes into. Uh, and then 23 and 24 are just really big ones. Um, triple change, Wargan. Uh, oh, the, the 16? I think one of my brothers had that one. Yeah. It goes from a beetle to a robot. Is there three different ones? Uh, see, who does that? Uh, multi-force, uh, 14 battle vehicles. That's pretty cool. Um, triple changer, uh, three insects. So, yeah, it's a uh, dragonfly and two kinds of beetles, it looks like. Multi-force, where's that? 24. Oh, those are the really big ones. Uh, those are like kind of like Voltron, Autobots, uh, yeah, then eventually they, they copied each other. So then Machine Dolphin, 25, Robot Race Car Spaceship, uh, an action figure. And then Rega turns into Supersonic Jets. But there's also 20, which I guess isn't on this page. That was like their construction equipment. Somebody in my family had that, and that changes into a big uh, robot too. And it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six pieces. That that looks very Autobot-esque uh, or Gobot-esque. 
Okay, speaking of assemblies, then Matchbox owned Voltron of all things. Uh, so we got a page of Voltron, which I never, I don't think I had any Voltron toys. Uh, but Voltron was cool. I watched Voltron in different incarnations of it, too. I think we went over these Voltron toys in the past. There's a lot of different ones, uh, including the characters, because Voltron had action figures and robots. Uh, there's Voltron in super tough plastic. It can come become five lions. That's thirty four ninety nine. Then lions that could hold characters. Uh, those are seven ninety nine each because there's yellow, blue, black, red, and green. Castle lions. Uh, then some of the villains. I don't. Even oh yeah, there's there's those are action figures. Well, you get all these for fifteen ninety nine. Zachron, Hagar, Lotar, Doom, and uh, Scavenger. Ages three and up, you can play with Voltron. And then um, Voltron Force. Then there's uh, some sort of tank. Uh, a remote-controlled Voltron that walked, $39.99. A deluxe lion set. I remember Thurston after this one, thinking, yeah, this would solve my problems. Sixty nine ninety nine, no wonder. Then there's Voltron 3 Force. Uh, where's that? Uh, oh, that's that one? What was the one I was looking at? Eight. Oh, no, that's the one. Oh, nine is the uh, pieces that make up if you want to buy them. Okay, interesting. So you buy them separately. It adds up to uh, 66, over 60, 66 plus 3 minus, uh, so 68, uh, 97, 96. Then the Voltron Warrior goes into, this one goes into 15 vehicles. That's 69.99, or you could buy it separately. Okay, and then... Get into something else. Uh, oh, it's on both of these. So huh, interesting. This was a toy. I think it was a copy of He-Man. Didn't work out. One of my family members did have one of these because there was flying puppets. Uh, on the planet, planet Symbion, something that has not worked out well. And the result, Secatars are warriors who uh, also are like our flying friends. Uh there's the good warriors of the Shining Realm and the Dark Domain, telepathically bonded with Insectatars. Uh, the Sectars are, you know, doing it. There's uh, the Hive, a uh, biocontrol center scattered throughout the planet Symbion, where the ancients sealed their secrets of survival. Perfect play area for everybody. That's fifty nine ninety nine though. Looks pretty cool. And uh, then these ones, I think these are the ones, uh, the warrior figures, so they're the same size as He-Man and She-Ra, which were bigger action figures with muscles and stuff. Maybe. These just look similar. But, yeah, one of my brothers had one of these flyers, which is like a puppet you put your hand into, and it's a flying uh, forest, like a dragonfly, and you can have your character ride on the back. But those are like 27 bucks. Featured prominently in Sears and uh, J.C. Penney, though in Sears, though in Sears, it's in black and white. Yeah, in the Sears one, it's far across the galaxy. 
thinking and feeling alike, uh, experiences strange world. And they had the Wisdom House uh, and uh, their sidekicks. Uh, you can make the flyers' wings flap in the air where their legs move because they're puppets. So, again, someone I, in my family had one of those. Oh, boy, here it is. The one thing I was the most jealous of, the G.I. Joe whatever thing that I bought with my own money and, and like, at the, right after I almost hit puberty. So I barely played with it uh, and have no idea what happened to it because I've never seen it again. But uh, that's a seven-and-a-half-foot aircraft carrier, the ultimate G.I. Joe creation. And they have a boy playing with it with a G.I. Joe T-shirt. He also has a plane. He's standing behind. It must be on a table. Then there's also, like, a, the G.I. Joe base, uh, like, oil rig base. Uh, there's a couple of vehicles of the enemies of the G.I. Joes. There's their snow action. Then we got to the um, descriptor page. But again, the 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 layouts are like fake water, dirt. Uh, well, one of them's on sale, two dollars off, number twenty. That's the big foot eight wheel drive vehicle. Uh, was six ninety nine last year, now four ninety nine. Because I've never seen it before. Okay, let's run through some pricing on the Sears one, and we'll check out on the J.C. Penny. Okay. They have a second page with more vehicles. Oh, the hovercraft is the one I got. I don't think I ever got... Okay, never mind. No wonder. I was like, where would I have played with the G.I. Joe? But I had the hovercraft. I've been wrong. I apologize, everybody. Holy moly. Or maybe I'm wrong about being wrong. I've never owned the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. I did not buy that with my own money. And, I, you know, I was confused when I looked at it because I said, where would that thing be? And I played with that in the tub. It's seven and a half feet long. The other thing is you need to be super rich, not just to buy it, but it doesn't come with any of the vehicles, I think. Uh, but I remember being in the tub playing with something. Now, this makes a lot more sense because I did play with this. So, so good news. Oh, boy. Wow, this is a big problem we solved here. So I bought with my own newspaper money number 13, which we'll get to. So now we have a little uh, lead up. Good times. Okay, so new at Sears, something Scooter never owned, but imagined he, he would own one day. The G.I. Joe aircraft carrier, seven hat. Because I said, holy cow, I owned that thing? I have no memory of it. Uh, I can remember being in the tub playing with something I paid for with my own money. Wow, breakthroughs, sleepy breakthroughs. Okay, G.I. Joe is back uh, for ages five and up. By the way, if you're three, you can play with Voltron, so don't worry about G.I. Joe. Okay, it comes with a fuel, this is the aircraft carrier, seven and a half feet long, comes with a fuel trailer, towing vehicle. No offense, but boring. I mean, I guess you say, well, uh, deck elevator, radar, electric sound system, and much more. And it comes apart easily for storage. Uh, comes partially assembled. That was the other thing. You put G.I. Joe's together and some uh, transformers. Uh, then the enemy of the G.I. Joe's airplane. Uh, that was a cool one. $13.99. Then, what is this thing called? Three. 
Oh, that's like one of the G.I. Joe's planes, uh, $22.99. So you'd have to buy all this stuff. You'd have to be like, so if you really wanted the full experience of this aircraft carrier, you'd have to spend $109, $13.99, probably two jets you'd want. That's $22.99 each. Uh, six pack of G.I. Joe figures, you definitely want that, $19.99. So it's getting a price of uh, the battle platform. That was the other one. Probably want that too. That's sixteen ninety nine. Uh, radar screen, command center, adjustable legs. You'd also want a six pack of uh, action figures of the enemy. That's nineteen ninety nine. Then seven, which is on the other page, you'd want this probably too. A W E. That's all weather vehicle, four wheel drive. Nine ninety nine. Then. Uh, uh, transport. Uh, this one was cool. This was like one of the essential ones if you're against GI Joe. That's twenty two ninety nine. The MBT. And my brother had this, I think, and I played with it a lot, or maybe I had it. Uh, but I think he had it. The Snowcat uh, uh, driver and uh, torpedoes. It was like a snow vehicle. Then the Crimson Twins. They have their. They have a boat. No. But uh, they're the leaders of the Crimson Guard. They're twins, uh, mirror images of one another. Most feared adversaries. Five ninety nine for two action figures. Okay, eleven and twelve are Sears exclusives. So we got to take a look at them. Oh, that was the one. The HISS uh, high speed vehicle, and then the motorized tank. Uh, let me just go to that back to that page and take a look. I did like some of the colors the enemy of the J.I. Joe used. Uh, these are not them. I thought they used more pinks. These are bright red. I mean, they're cool. They're red. Neither one of them looks uh, like I remember. So maybe my friends had the non-Sears exclusive models. Oh, seven is what I had. So my brother one Christmas got, what is seven? It's like a dune buggy. Where is that? Seven. Oh, that's what I had, the AWE. I thought it was an enemy one, but it's the good guys. And then my brother had the one, whatever, the the snow one. Or maybe it was, it was switched around. I don't remember. Maybe it was switched around because I remember playing with the snow one more. Okay. Um, hovercraft. So this is the one I bought with my, now this makes a whole lot more sense. One and a half feet long. Holds six figures, twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, there's no way I'm spending a hundred dollars on my paper because I wasn't even good at selling the newspaper. So twenty five bucks makes a lot more sense. Then there was a hydrofoil. Again, you would need that to play with the um, other one. That's twenty four ninety nine. Uh, no, no, that's the hydro hovercraft that I had. That's in the past when hovercraft was the future of everything. Came with the hovercraft captain. Uh, secret launch skiff. That was my favorite thing. You have storage. Then the hydrofoils. And then a bridge layer. I remember somebody had the bridge layer. And it was like uh, maybe somebody in my family. I don't think I had it, but uh could put, make a bridge. Uh, $14.99. Remote controlled helicopter. $9.99. Two speed Jeep, uh, fourteen ninety nine. Remote controlled tank, seven ninety nine. 
vinyl footlocker carrying case, uh, six ninety nine. Interesting. Okay, so let's see what J.C. Penny has. Uh, okay, again, they don't really have as good an action layout. Uh, by Lander C, though, they have better copy, I'd say, J.C. Penny, but the layouts are not as good. And they pretty much have the same lineup. They have the MBT tank, which is pretty nice. Uh, it's twenty six ninety nine. Then the bridge layer fourteen ninety nine. It comes with toll booth action figure. That was always a selling point for me. It's like it comes with a, one of the figures. Like sometimes you say, "Well, cool, I got one more thing to play with." Uh, then the AWE. I guess that was my brother. Uh, Came with Crankcase uh, as the person's name. Uh, then, yeah, storage collector case, vinyl case, uh, center shelf, Crimson Twins, six ninety nine, Snowcat, uh, one figure included. Yeah, definitely had that frostbite with the character. And then they have the six-pack of characters. Uh, what a deal, man. The six-pack comes with, like, uh, interesting-looking, like, uh, the bad guys. Uh, uh, Teller, Snow, Crimson, Eel, and Torch. And then the good guys, uh, Barbecue, Airtight, Kick, Dusty, Alpine, and Footloose. Footloose? Does he kick off his Sunday shoes? Like, who we, buddy, uh, okay, then they have a page with two kids playing with, uh, one of the kids is doing the sound effects, uh, the kids look like they're having fun, not exactly the best lighting either, seven and a half feet long, but they start out with some descriptions from the other page, uh, the Smasher, Oh, that's uh, the bad guys get, get VTOL, uh, low-flying jet, pivoting wings, vertical takeoff, sixteen ninety nine. Then the G.I. Joe Dragonfly. I like to hear the names of the characters it comes with. Uh, it's a chopper, press a button, it's rotation, spins, Wild Bill. I remember him from the shows. Then the jet... Uh, Realistic, uh, 22 inch wingspan. A, it comes with Ace. It's $23.99. Then D, what is that? Oh, that's the, oh, the name of the, um, uh, aircraft carrier is the USS Flag with two Gs. It has a six room superstructure, multi level open railing decks, uh, can transport the entire team. You get, you get the towing vehicle to taxi your jets uh, or your aircraft, food, food, fuel trailer. If they've got a lifeboat, uh, Davits, I don't know what that means. Uh, we can lower the Admiral's launch, uh, so it comes with a little boat, I guess. Sound system, microphone, $129.99. Now there's the hovercraft. It was a dollar cheaper here, $28.99. High-tech design, quietly navigates, uh, front-loading ramp swings open. Yeah, that was a, then a 16, the 17-inch long craft can hold up a nine figures, uh, op- operating hatches, twin elevating, squirt guns, uh, p- 
push button propellers, recon sized, six uh, barrels. Uh, I forgot about those barrels. Sorted rockets, ball bearing motion, man. And it comes with a Jejo figure unnamed. And then the Cobra More. Does that have a named figure? It's a dest created by Destro's Lab, uh, $21.99. Okay, so that's it. Oh, wow, this is some Marvel stuff I just came upon. Uh, got uh, Wolverine, Captain America, Doctor Doom. Let's see who else. Uh, Marvel superheroes. Uh, for, oh, from the Secret Wars, uh, which is coming out. Uh, Baron Zemo. Uh, um, Falcon, Iron Man, Magneto, Doom. The action figures come with secret shield with secret messages and uh, built-in key to open secret compartments. There's a Spider-Man vehicle, the Tower of Doom, which I go on in Universal. The Doom Roller. I like this one. Oh, good guys can finish first. I thought it said last, uh. Turbocopter, uh, Doom Chopper, Freedom Fighter. Comes with a manufacturer's rebate of $1.50. Not, I don't have any of those toys that I'm aware of. Uh, then there's a page of DC toys. Some people did have DC toys, maybe in my house. Uh, at least the Penguin for sure. Because the DC toys, they had motion built in. What else we have here? Uh, oh, wow, they went back to uh, convertible toys. Uh, so J.C. Benny went back to Transformers uh, for the more advanced Transformers. Uh, the triple changers that I talked about, uh, the uh, chronoform changes from rocket railer to strato scrambler. Jet Robot and Time Machine. Holy mackerel, look out for that one. Oh, watch. Uh, but it's a gigantic watch. I think I wanted that one so I could play with it at church. Uh, but A is the Devastator. That was the one I was talking about. It's thirty nine ninety nine. Construct Six-pack of bright construction ones, uh, construction vehicles that makes can become one giant robot. And then the Secticons, those are actually three different ones. The other place wasn't as good as describing it, but you get all three for, uh, it's a three-pack set for $17.49. Oh, then they have another page of Transformers, the Air Guardian. I think somebody had, my brother had this too. I didn't have it, but I remember playing with it, or one of my friends did. It's really big, $37.99. Soars through the skies. Yeah, I remember playing with this. My brother must have had this one. Don't, it definitely wasn't mine, just because I can, can't feel it, you know, in my hands except to like occasionally. But maybe it was one of my friends. Uh, then I went over to their house. Uh, there's another watch transformer. Time they call them time machines at uh, J.C. Penny. Uh, then they J.C. Penny goes into Voltron and then into robots. Uh, they have another page of Voltron, and then some Robe Robeasts, uh, which is different, I think. I'm trying to find if their Star Wars was still around back then. 85, I don't know. 
Then remote control vehicles. This is all JCPenney. I'm just kind of going, oh, boy, what do we got here? Uh, another company, Fighterbots and Mag Ma- Maligons. Uh, Oh no, uh, and Defenders. So, so there's a third robot transformer company. Oh yeah, here we go. Here's another page of them. Lightning League. Battle Base. Uh, they don't look like they transform these ones. Uh, these are just wheeled warriors. Don't remember Lightning League. Oh, then, yeah. Then another one that had a cartoon. This one was different. They're just weapon vehicles. Mask, M-A-S-K, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. I think I played with some of these, but I don't really remember them. Uh, they're plastic, but b- 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 look like they're well-made. Uh, then some more remote control vehicles. Farm sets and die-cast vehicles, historical vehicles. Tonka trucks. Okay, I had a Tonka truck as a kid. Now, this, my brother had something like E, which is a dump truck, seventeen ninety nine, and that thing lasted. Uh, those things last forever. Uh, it came with its three dollar manufacturer's rebate, so twenty two ninety nine. So, if you have a time machine, I think that's probably the best one too, because some of the other ones. Uh, well, I didn't have them, but the dump truck, it, you know, you can push it around, you can put stuff in it, you can put toys in it. Yeah, my brother had something similar to that one. Wow, that's a nice one. Oh, and then I had something similar to C, which is Digger Dan, $39.99. Oh, full charger bulldozer. Mine did not have battery power. So it was, mine was 100% metal, except for the wheels, maybe. But I had that when I was a little or so. Okay, then they're getting into Hot Wheels play sets uh, and more Hot Wheels. So I didn't play with a lot of Hot Wheels. My brother Dan did. Okay, let's look at, uh, let's jump back to Sears. We had some Masters of the Universe stuff. Uh, again, I watched the show. We had a couple of the toys, but not a ton. Some of my friends did when I was younger because I can remember playing with them. 26 was uh, just when you thought it was safe at the beach. It comes to the the land uh, fish. uh, And uh, they had Hot Wheels play sets and many different play sets. Oh, here we go. Okay, so we finally got some stuff. Uh, Not very much, uh, but you could get 20% off. so this must have been in the waning years of Star Wars because it was 50, 20 to 50% off. And it was a Return of the Jedi. Um, so, I mean, I guess I don't know the years. but this So this is pretty good stuff, though, especially at that price. Uh, think about it. If you had a time machine, how much money you could make. Because uh, there's the original job of the hut, $9.99. I guarantee it was $14.99. Now, probably right now. 300 bucks probably, I bet. Then there's the Sears exclusive job, a play set. And uh, it comes with a couple figures. Uh, and it comes partially assembled. Uh, $7.99 was $13.99. Then Snice, Size Noodles and the Rebo Band. Uh, comes with the Max Rebo, Size Noodles, and Droopy McCool. And their instruments, $6.99. Then the Rancor, uh, nine inches tall, nine ninety nine. 
than a tie interceptor. Now, this is cool. Has a hatch, laters, lights. The, the Star Wars vehicles were quality. Out of all the Star Wars toys, uh, tie interceptor, nine ninety nine. You got to be kidding me. That is a deal of the century. It's fifty percent off. It was nineteen ninety nine. Then an, a B wing fighter with a gyro gravity cockpit, uh, nineteen ninety nine. I don't know about that. But then an Imperial shuttle with fold up la- wings, landing gear, sounds, uh, thirty seven ninety nine, twenty seven ninety nine. What a deal! Holy moly! So, again, uh, and these prices were good until August 31st, 1985, unless otherwise stated. So, that's good to know. Let's just run through a couple more pages of this Sears one. So, they have the same mask toys that I don't really remember. And those other ones, uh, I don't even know what they're called, uh, League of Legends. Then some remote control vehicles that were 50 bucks. Uh, oh, Sears brand. So I, I wonder they have the one I had, uh, my friends all had. There was like one high quality Sears remote control vehicle that I broke on Christmas Day that I got for Christmas. And I'm afraid to tell my parents that I broke it and uh, get it re- replaced. Uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of vehicles, penny pitching, penny power racing. Oh, po- penny, all oh, those things that you, uh, they're like micro machines. Uh, yeah, then you had some, uh, Hot Wheels stuff. So yeah, I mean, this is a pretty good look at the holiday catalog. Oh, here's the Tonka trucks. This is the one I had. Uh, so we will get a price here. Number four, not, that's the one I definitely had, uh. Tonka number four, Mighty Loader, twenty two ninety nine. Pull operated buck was ninety nine. Oh no, uh, nineteen ninety nine after the rebate. So get a rebate, everybody. Oh, there's a Night Rider. Uh, pull string and kits. Kit speaks. Uh, Night Rider two thousand. Six different messages. Michael Knight action figure. Requires one C battery. And then, yeah, oh, uh, RC cars, that's cool. Or stock racing cars, all slot cars, that's what they're called. Sears exclusive. Yeah, a couple different, uh, a lot of different slot cars. I think we had that once, maybe a, then train sets. Uh, well, Sears sold train sets even. I just want to see, oh, remote control airplanes. Okay, so I will say that I definitely looked at the, when I was a kid, the one that created my thirst was the Sears catalog. Not to, the JC catalog could be a good supplement, but the Sears catalog has much more. Oh, rock, holy cow, this is one of the things we talked about. The Rolling Stones Rock Tumbler. Uh, you can save $5 if you also buy stones. We'll close with this one. Transform ordinary stones into gem-like treasures. Uh Nineteen ninety nine, or if you buy a refill kit, fourteen ninety nine. It comes with uh, jewelry settings, glue, grits, polish. So that's why we bought it at a garage sale, so we didn't have any of that. But yeah, so it's a little bit about uh, toys this holiday season from uh, the past. Uh, good night, everybody.